our health and fitness is critical part of our lives. And if, if we don't have our health, it makes everything else in our life off. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. From the recording studio in Minneapolis, it's the Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom, and today I have my lovely co-host, Julie. Hi, everybody. How are you doing today, babe? Doing really good. It's Saturday, and I'm not at work. Another another weekend, weekend warrior with my hubby. It's kind of fun. That's right. Well, you are at work. We're doing the Small Scale Life Podcast, but this is a lot of fun, so here we go. That's right. That's right. So welcome to day six of the Renew You Kickstart. Today is a special day. Uh, and we are excited to talk to you about the secret sauce for success, meal planning and food prep. Yeah, I've been really looking forward to this one. Yeah, this is going to be a great, great conversation about this. So strap yourselves in, but there's going to be a lot of good information here. Not too long. Not too long. Yeah, we'll we'll long. try to keep it as brief as possible. We can get uh, we can get a little long winded sometimes, but there's so much to to this whole meal planning and food prepping conversation that we really want to dig into it and and give you guys some really realistic and usable tips. Absolutely. So, in case you are new to small scale life, the Renew You Kickstart is a free seven day campaign focused on improving your movement, nutrition. And mindset. Small Scale Life is a blog and podcast dedicated to helping you live a life you don't need a vacation from. And we focus on health and fitness, financial freedom, simple living and minimalism, and building community. So we're glad you're here. We know you have so many opportunities and so many different mediums to, to listen to, so many podcasts and everything. We're, we're super glad you're here today. So welcome to the podcast. And let's just jump into it. I think it's time, right? Let's, let's get into do it. it. Let's just dig in. Yeah, enough of me blabbing. So um, we have a corresponding article that goes with this podcast, and we recommend going to smallscalelife.com and opening up the Renew You Kickstart in there or the podcast uh, tab, and you can find the article that goes with this podcast. Yeah, and they all show up under the health and fitness drop down yes, menu. Yep. So there's multiple places you can access this information, but it's it's there. It's it's on the website, smallscalelife.com. Absolutely. So check that out. Follow along as we go along with this, because when we post an article that goes with the podcast, there's usually so much more information than what you're what you're listening to. There's usually a lot of other things that don't make it into the podcast that you might che- might want to check out diagrams or pictures that we yeah, have in we, the podcast or the articles that you don't see. Right. Right. right and. Often we will provide links to other resources that we've found, you know, the the bloggers and coaches and uh, experts out there in the world where we're getting a lot of our information from. We've been trying out new and different things this year. Well, for the last couple of years, just trying to, to figure out what really works, because this is uh, our health and fitness is is a critical part of our lives. And if if we don't have our health, it makes everything else in our life off. It just it, it it impacts our entire life and you have to have that balance. And I think a lot of the balance that we're all looking for in our life starts with being healthy physically and mentally. Right. Those four things that we talked about at the beginning of the of the podcast, it's like the pillars holding up the roof of your life. And if one of them is starting to crumble and sag like you're not healthy, 
then everything else is, is going to have to tilt and, and it'll eventually fall over because eventually your health is going to catch up to you one way or another. And you're either going to take the time now and take care of things or you'll take care of it later, maybe from a hospital bed. And we don't want that. We want to take care of things now. And I'm preaching to the choir here. So let's yep. jump into meal planning for success. Uh, we'll talk about meal planning first, then we'll get into food prep. There's a lot to unpack here. It's it's kind of funny. Uh, if you look at the article, I have to I have to comment. <laughs> there was a little shot about spending hours of your life canning fruits and vegetables and butchering chickens and hogs. Now, <clears throat> I spend a lot of time canning fruits and vegetables. I love it. I love it. Yeah, but- it's great. I was not uh, bashing. I just was uh, just just. Getting a little goofy, I guess, when I was writing. No, it's all good. I, I I really enjoy canning. It's something that I picked up. And, and you know, it's a great way to preserve a harvest is dehydrating, canning, all that good stuff. And and you can add that into your overall meal planning. But but we're talking, on a, you know, that's a certain time of year, usually, or certain times a year. And now we're looking at just every day, yeah. every week kind of planning, like... Right. Man, we've got this next week. It's going to be super busy. How do we get through that? Yeah, that's the perspective that I wrote this article from. That's that's where my heart is really at and where I thought we could provide a lot of value for the the busy families out there and mm-hmm. for the working working moms and dads or the stay-at-home moms that are trying to provide healthy meals and while still running their kids around and making sure that they're getting to their activities and getting their homework done. And it, it's just, we've talked so much about all these different things that we can do to, to get ourselves in a healthier place. And we need to, we need to figure out a real actionable plan that we can follow and by doing a little bit of of planning and taking some time to prep some food in advance you know and I am not and this is where I I kind of was joking around it's not we're not talking about butchering hogs and chickens <laughs> and and uh you know making everything from scratch I'm just talking about having some prepared meats on hand having you know rice made up in bulk having some breakfast foods that you can grab and go because it really makes it 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 will set you up to have a successful week if you just take a little bit of time and plan it out and another thing I wanted to comment on is I know that there's all sorts of schools of thought out there for how far of a look ahead you should do with your planning I really just typically do one week at a time I work full-time you work full-time yep. a lot of people are you know there's the school of thought that says, you know, try to only go to the grocery store once a week, or I'm sorry, once a month, every other week if you can. And and I've tried both of those things. The once a month definitely didn't work for us. Right. I mean, that's people that are putting their milk in the freezer and yeah, we cottage cheese, and too. yeah, it just didn't I just I didn't good. I didn't like it, and it was a little bit overwhelming for me to have all of that on hand and when the kids were busy and in activities I really did try to do 2 weeks at a time and that it that was doable for me but right now it's realistic for me to get to the grocery store once a week so that's typically what I do 
Right, and as we said, this can be our Friday or Saturday night date night. <laughs> oh my God, and he's not even kidding. I mean, that's how lame we've become. I know, and I we know. love it. We have fun at the Hive. Oh yeah, the Hive is <laughs> one of the local grocery stores. Uh, last week was a little wild and crazy, but we'll we'll tell you that story another time. But uh, oh my gosh, you guys! But listen to this at Hive Grocery Store on certain weeks. If you shop on Fridays or Saturdays, you get. Hy-Vee has a system where you get gas perks for certain buying certain things or for a certain amount of dollar amount spent. But on Fridays and Saturdays, if you shop there, certain weeks you get extra bonus points. And I got, I think it was a dollar thirty-two per gallon off for up to twenty gallons. So. We topped off my gas tank, and Ryan filled up his car, and the gas was like fourteen dollars. It's pretty amazing. And I don't. When I say topped off, I mean my my tank was under a half a tank, so we got about a tank and a half of gas, which was which was that. Those are the kinds of things that excite me, which is super dorky, but <laughs> oh my gosh, I love to find a deal. That was exciting. Well, some of us can look back just a few years ago, and we were paying almost like four dollars a gallon, and. It was incredibly expensive to put gas in the car. We were wondering. There were how, times where we rearranged the whole budget because of the gas. Yeah, so. it really was a. It was it was terrible. There were times where I'd fill up Kiki. Kiki is my name for my Kia Sorento. I'd fill her up, and it was like seventy dollars to fill the yeah. tank, and it is not a huge tank on that thing. Right. Um, it was. That was really that that pinched the budget a lot. I mean, it really is so much better now. Remember the days when we were in high school and <laughs> struggling to pay 89 and 99 cents a gallon? Oh, yeah. Those were the days. Yeah. And I'm sure our parents tell stories about when it was, I don't know, 49 cents. We're, I remember being scandalized the day it went up to a buck 25. It was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I can't believe See, it. See, it did seem like it stayed around a dollar for quite a, yeah, quite a long time. It did. So yeah, that was yeah. pretty sad. Yeah, that was but, pretty sad. <laughs> but I'm happy when it stays around $2 a gallon right now. I'm, is, that again, makes me happy. Pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's all perspective. Right. So, yeah, I mean, we are all busy. We talked about this on the Minimizing Time Commitments podcast a while back. Um, we we are all running uh, ragged from work to school activities to scouts or 4-H or church or baseball, basketball, football, you know, you can go on and on and on and on and on and planning your weekly menu. It really starts by looking at the calendar to see what activities are scheduled for the week. That's where it all starts. Where, where are you going to be? Where are the kids going to be? Where, where are you guys going to be? And then you can start to plan around that. I mean, it doesn't help to make a big, huge dinner if you're all running off to concert concerts and basketball games. It just well, it's not reality. It's it not reality. It won't get done. It's drive through time usually. Yeah, that's what usually happens. Right. So by by looking at your schedule and taking some steps to be ready for that week, that particular week, and that's mainly the reason why I like to do it a week at a time. Because if you do even two weeks out, your schedule changes, and and you may not be ready for what's what's coming the next week. It just all is so fluid. I think in our modern society, well, things yeah. are things are changing all the time. And depending on jobs and such, I mean, some people are in sales and they have to roll, or some of us get called out to accidents and we got to roll on a 
on a moment's notice. So you have to be ready and suddenly things can totally change. But if you have your plan and, and you're working the plan, I think you're going to be in good, sh- better shape than just winging it. Right. Right. So if you have one of those weeks where you have your kiddos and activities three nights a week, you can plan, some, you know, you can have some meals that are already prepped and ready to go that you can, you know, the second you walk in the door, pop into the microwave and, and you're eating five minutes later or have wraps or something that you can just grab out of the fridge and throw into a lunch bag and take with you and they can eat on the go. Right, because that is the sad reality of a of a lot of schedules. I we know we've been there. Right, more nutritious than pop tarts and lean cuisine meals, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which you know, if you have to do that, yeah. they they have a time and place too. But but the goal is where we're all trying to head. I think is to have more whole nutritious foods for for ourselves and our families. So we were really trying to take a realistic look at how this whole meal planning thing goes. You know, when I was sitting here trying to write this this post, I do it, but how to describe this to to everybody in a way that really makes sense. So, we said that the first step really the best the best way to start is just take a look at your calendar. And then you're going to want to look in your freezer and your refrigerator and your pantry and see what you already have on hand because a lot of times there's way more in there than we think. And you know, this this is a whole conversation that we're going to delve into a lot further once we get into our financial freedom segment of our Renew You campaign. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, I like to have a lot of food in my refrigerator, in my pantry, in my freezer. I like to have huge amounts of food. And I'm going to be very sad if I see all that go away because I, I like to have huge amounts of food. <laughs> All right. So in the future, we'll be able to provide some some really good tips for you on how to, you know, get yourself your own little store of food that you can shop from your own freezer and your own refrigerator and your own pantry versus having to go to the store when you need it. You'll already have it on hand. So that's that's another conversation. And the key is really just just kind of paying attention to the sales and when something is a super good deal, buying it in bulk and storing it. You know, you have to look at what that looks like for your family. Is it realistic? How much? You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have, you know, your entire basement full of, of stuff. But, you know, again, you have to figure out what works for you. But but start by looking at what you already have on hand. And if you do have food, you know, obviously you're going to want to use it mm-hmm. because you you. You don't want to keep things in your freezer and on the shelves for too long. They all have a shelf life and a freezer life. And this is a way to rotate through what you've got. But let's let's say that you don't have, you know, when I when we first started with this, I was really just, okay, it's time to go grocery shopping. We need food. So I would maybe look at what was on sale or I'd just rush to the store and get what I knew that I needed and what we were out of. And we'd end up spending a lot of money and buying a bunch of stuff that we really didn't need. So what I would say is it's going to start, you know, when you when you want to sit down and take a look at your what you're going to plan to eat for the week, sit down with the ads from the uh, from the grocery stores and see what's on sale. 
And then you can plan your menu around that. See, you know, maybe chicken breasts are on sale. So you're going to buy up a bunch of chicken breasts and plan a few dinners that include chicken. Could be ground beef or ground turkey or pot roast. But what I always try to do is if I'm going to go through the trouble of making something, you know, if we're going to grill meat or if we're going to brown up hamburger, I'm going to try to get two or three meals out of that one cooking experience. So if we're making chicken breasts for dinner one night and Tom's grilling them up, I have him grill up a, a whole buttload of them. And then <laughs> and then we slice them up. We'll have some sliced chicken breasts for wraps that we pop in the freezer. You know, I'll keep some fresh in the refrigerator that we can eat, you know, in the next few days. We'll maybe shred some up that we can put on a salad. We might dice some up for, you know, chicken alfredo. There's all different things you can do. So, right, or set some aside for the chicken wild rice soup. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we've done all this kind of stuff, and it, it works out really well. It works out really nice, and especially when you can grab it and go, that is really, really awesome. Yeah, those are the things to really just start thinking about. On, on the weekend, if you're making rice to have for your dinner, make extra. Double the recipe, and rice freezes great. So put it in the freezer and you'll have it for another meal or section it up into, you know, little single size servings that you can take along with you. And and we do have, you know, so far all we've written is a post about the oatmeal. I love oatmeal for breakfast. So that's one great place that you you can bulk prepare food and and take with you, you know, to have it have it at home, take it with you to go. But um, I bulk prepare steel cut oats all the time. And then I freeze it into single servings using a muffin tin. And that was actually a little tip that I, I got from another blogger that, that we'll share with you. Um, her name is Tammy and her website is organizeyourselfskinny.com. And she, oh my gosh, I've gotten so many great ideas from her. Mason jar salads. Um, what other ideas? If you're making eggs, if I make scrambled eggs on the weekend, I always, I mean, even if it's just you and me, I, right. I make up the whole dozen mm-hmm. and we'll either make breakfast burritos, you know, I'll put maybe some ham in there, a little bit of shredded cheese. We might saute up some onions and peppers and throw in there. Sometimes we just do little, little single servings of the, of the egg scramble and freeze them that way, not even put them in a wrap. So there's... I get really, really pumped up about this because there's so many ways that you can have stuff ready to go and have a healthy option to eat for breakfast wherever you are. Right. So this is a call out to the uh, the lifer community. I know we've got some really smart people who are living on homesteads or have big families. We'd love to get your tips. I mean, you guys are you all are doing this. You all um, probably have some different ways of doing this, too. So if you've got ideas, share them with the tribe here. Yes, please. In the Small Scale Life Facebook group, because we would love to give you credit. We'd love to tell others about it. I think it's so important to share strategies and ideas with each other. I think that's really great. All right. You ready to move on to the next point? Yep. Awesome. All right. So schedule your dinners for each day of the week. And we have, Julie has, this is the the always the problem. Mom, what's for dinner? 
what's for dinner tomorrow? What's for dinner in two days? We had this all the time when the boys were young. And having this little magnetic dry erase board. And she just writes, Monday, it's blah. Tuesday, it's this. Wednesday, it's that. And she plans out the whole week. And you just know what's going to be on the schedule. What's coming up? And that way, you can start to build a list as well. Right. Your grocery list. So you know that you're going to need lots of chicken this week. You're going to know on Thursday you might need some hamburger. So you can start to you can start to plan the grocery list, and and then you can kind of go through. And we talk often about, oh, what do you want to make? Oh, I'll make this, or I'll make that, or you'll make this, and you'll make that. And we can kind of build it from there and go to the store. Right. Yep. Absolutely. So scheduling the dinners. That's uh, that's where I start. With, with dinners. I don't typically sit down and write out a meal plan for every single day for what is for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. Right. What I do for breakfast and lunch, lunches is, is very often leftovers, leftovers for us. Yeah. Or our, our boys have always been big sandwich eater, eaters. So they eat a ton of you know deli meat sandwiches or now that we're doing a lot more of the bulk preparing of meats, there's, there's a lot of times chicken breast or shredded shredded pork or you know beef yeah we typically don't plan out the lunches and the breakfast no i will you know if i'm prepping some some food in advance i might i do the mason jar salads quite Mm -hmm. a bit because that's a really great way to have a salad that has all of the ingredients already chopped up and and ready to go right in it and the key is Storing it in the glass mason jar because it helps keep everything fresh longer. And it's the way that you put the ingredients in the jar right? so that the the lettuce is not sitting in any liquid right? so it doesn't get wilty and brown and icky. It really is pretty amazing. It's really a, it's really a great way to go. And and just so I just because I think this is so cool, this is going to be a episode or a article coming up in the future. Jules organized a mason jar salad group activity at her work so they're going to be doing this all together all the people at work so i think that's the coolest darn thing i've ever heard of yeah it's kind of fun everybody has health goals and we're in the new year i work for a financial planning outfit and they do tax preparation as well so we're coming into our really really busy time of year and we all are like how are we going to not go down the same path where we're just eating a bunch of junk food i mean you know, some of those tax preparers are there from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. seven days a week, pretty much. So we want to try to find fun ways that we can work together to stay on track and meet our health goals. And And so the first thing we're going to try is the mason jar salad prepping lunch. And that's going to be this coming Tuesday. So I'm pretty excited about that. Everybody's bringing in ingredients. I'm bringing in the mason jars and we're going to put them all together and we'll all have two or three healthy salads to eat throughout the week. Right. Talk about a uh, community building event and it has that stone soup kind of feel to it where everybody brings something, their own little bit of something and put it together and you make a great tasting soup. So Yeah. And, and actually that great. is our next, our next planned group activity at work is we are going to make a soup. We have cool. M- probably half of us have instant pots or some sort of a pressure cooker and we're going to do a couple a uh, couple different types of soup so yeah i think stay this is tuned be great. yeah this is going to be great i can't wait to talk about that so awesome 
Yeah. Right. So moving on to the next bullet point after I derailed our conversation here. <laughs> no, that was a good little little uh, sidebar there. So our next thing we really, really, it, it's a continuation. We really just for breakfast or lunch, I, I really just plan one or two things. Like for breakfast, I'll, I'll usually do some sort of an egg thing on the weekend um, or we will do oatmeal. Yeah. I do a lot of the steel cut oats and have those ready to go. On occasion, we've done pancakes or yeah. uh, waffles. We've done those. Those yeah. are always good. The and boys it, love those. So yeah. sometimes for fun on the weekends, we make those up. I really am looking for some really good, healthy recipes for pancakes and and waffles. So right. they're not because otherwise, I find that they just it doesn't stick with me long enough if it doesn't have good healthy ingredients in it. Right, and we typically make up a bunch, and then we. Uh, we have a bag of them in the freezer. So that's another grab and go kind of thing yep. at times. So. Yeah, which is which is delicious. So and then, you know, obviously we're at the point Tom was talking about this a little bit. Plan your grocery shopping list. Yep. And one of the things that has been just life changing for us lately we, is that we discovered this app called Cozy. And it is a, a calendar and list app. I don't know exactly how you would describe it, but it is like a family organizing app that is out of this world. I mean, if I had had this when our kids were in activities, it would have just made things so much easier. Oh, I agree. And, uh, you know, I can put my work outings in there. And, and you know, if we're either one of us are out and about, we can share the list and and pick something up on the way home. If we're um, if we go out together, we go together on the weekend to go grocery shopping. I take a cart, she takes a cart. We divide the list and roll. And yeah, we each go our middle. separate ways. And as you're checking things off, it live time. I can see him checking it off. But the coolest thing for me is now that I'm working full time and. As we as we run out of things during the week, we try to add them to the list in the Cozy app. And Tom, if he's heading home and he's stopping at the grocery store, he doesn't have to call me and get a hold of me and find out, hey, what do we need? It's all right there at his fingertips. Right. And I can see when he's when he's checked it off and got it. So and the calendar is shared. Yes. So everybody in your family can see it all with one login. Everybody has the same login mm-hmm. and everybody can have, everybody is color coded for who's, which activity is for who or if it's for everybody. And if you have people going in all different directions, it would be just perfect for you. So it is, it is really amazing. And we are not affiliates yet. Hopefully yet. we will be. Oh, we will be. <laughs> but it is really just one of the most awesome apps I've found in a long time. It's called yeah. Cozy, C-O-Z-I. Right. No, and it's a great one. They have a free, you can use it for free or you can get a paid membership. We use the free side and it works great. So Right. And we, we do still keep the magnetic shopping list, mm-hmm. the paper shopping list on the refrigerator. So as we're in the, you know, pulling the last of the butter out of the refrigerator, we're pulling the, we run out of salt or garlic powder. If it gets written down right away, we're not going to forget it and not have it when we're trying. That's the key is planning so that when it's time to make these things, you have everything that you need. And it's not like, oh, crap forgot that ingredient guess we're not making this today or i'm running to the store again right and you get home oh we're out of this we gotta run to the store again that's right. never happened 
<laughs> so as you do a little more of it, it gets easier and easier. Right, but. right. The other thing, um, as you're putting your grocery list together, remember to plan for some healthy snacks. You know, none of us, uh, we don't want to go to the vending machine or the uh, the good old gas station junk food aisle and pick up some of that stuff. I, I know I've been there a time or two. Oh, <clears> yeah. <throat> I used to hit it every day. Right? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. Um, but yeah, remember to plan for some healthy healthy snacks, nuts and different things, you know. Yeah, yeah. Find out and what then, you like. Right. And we had a couple tips for while you're at the grocery store. And I know I oh. had posted this in another um, one of our other blog posts. But if you're at the grocery store, you're you're going to find the most nutritious whole foods on the perimeter of the store. So that's where you're going to find your fresh fruits and vegetables your meats your you know the bakery stuff is there but that's where you want to concentrate the most of your time and then those those center aisles there's going to be things you'll need there some of your staples your your rice and your beans and your condiments and things but try not to spend a lot of time in those those center aisles doing the uh the grocery store shuffle Mm -hmm. like the the zombie shuffle where you're just look you know Looking at everything up and down the aisle, just grabbing random things because they look good. Yeah. The other tip there, too, we've learned from experience, and you probably have, too. Eat before you go, because if you're hungry, everything and anything looks good, and your cart will be overflowing with all kinds of stuff, because you'll be super hungry, and you'll grab everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I ate those almonds and that apple before I left to go. I I did a little Aldi run before (laughs) we finished up our dinner tonight. So I had to uh, I had to get a little snack in so I wouldn't come home with, you know, 25 bags of potato chips and cookies. That's right. You got to have a little little food, little deliciousness before you go out and shop. That's what you do. It's kind of fun that way. Otherwise, (laughs) you're going to have a little drinky drink and you're going to get a little uh, cap cola and some chips and away you go. (laughs) Uh, the next thing is learn to read the food labels. Good Lord. Have you looked at a food label these days? You have to be a chemist, um, apothecary, and yeah, God knows what else to understand that stuff. It's it pretty, looks like Latin and Chinese put together. It is pretty mind-blowing and scary, actually, when you actually look at the ingredients that are in the foods that you're eating. Whew. I am yeah. horrified by some of it. Yeah, you read off something this morning. I was like, uh, no clue what you just said. Yeah. I have no idea what it is. It sounds like was. a chemistry experiment. And that was coffee really. creamer. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's one thing we're trying this week. I'm super excited. We um that's one of the things we're we're trying to do in the leveling up and and being a little bit better is I really want to try to incorporate less processed things and more just whole straight up clean eating as much as we can. So we are going to make some homemade from scratch coffee creamer that starts with raw cashews, I guess. Mm. So we're going to make our own like nut milk and <laughs> and flavor it, I guess, and oh God. see how it goes. Don't isolate that anyone. We're just rolling on. We don't want that to show up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. Those are some tips for Yeah, but here's the little tip oh. about the labels too. If oh, you're yeah, yeah. if you're looking at just concentrating on the ingredients yeah. part, not the uh macros, I guess. The, the they say that they list the ingredients in order of most 
to least. So the first few ingredients typically are what make up the bulk of the of the food. Hmm. So a lot of times you'll see, you know, if you're having your healthy diet meal, sugar is yep. very often the second ingredient. Yes. And, and low it, fat is, is typically just high sugar right. in a lot of things. And that fructose corn syrup, that's sugar. High fructose sugar. corn syrup. Yep, that's syrup. sugar. Yep. That's from corn. So heads up on that. Yeah, anything that ends in an os, really. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, if you're trying to reduce the amount of sugar, just look for that stuff. And you'll find it everywhere in everything, especially the processed foods. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just... just one piece of the equation. I mean, once you get once you get all the, once you get yourself planned and prepped and you've gone to the grocery store, then you're going to then you're going to come home and put it all away. Yeah, what do, what do you do with it? I mean, really what we would typically do is just throw it all into the cabinets, pop it into the refrigerator, the freezer and and call it good until it was time to prepare a meal, really. Yeah. And what we've learned is doing the prep right away when you get the food home from the grocery store and having the stuff chopped and cut and bagged and frozen or packaged up in little containers. I mean, it's so worth the effort that you put into it on the weekend. You could take two or three hours on the weekend and have all your meals really ready to go for the rest of the week. We came up with a few tips to help get you kind of set up to prepare yourself to get all your food put together. Really what the key is, it, it starts with having your kitchen clean. You don't want to come home to have dirty dishes in the sink and a full dishwasher and junk sitting out on your countertops because really you're going to be you're going to be fighting for space and oh crap the measuring cups and measuring spoons are in the dishwasher and they're not ready give that a little bit of thought and and you know before you start your prepare you know your meal prepping you want to have your kitchen nice and clean and then pull out the utensils that you're going to use ahead of time so often i've found that i get started get get down the path and then i'm got my hands dirty. I'm in the middle of something and went, oh, shoot, I need the half cup measuring cup and I need this spoon or, oh, I didn't get out my paring knife or I didn't do this. And and then you've got messy hands. You've got stuff all over and then you have to wash your hands and dry them off and then open up the drawer. And it really just, you know, these little little things that you do ahead of time will make it go so much smoother. Pull out all the ingredients that you're going to need. Yeah, that's a big one, especially uh, for those of us who do some barbecuing and you're doing um, like a brisket or something, you're using a mustard base, then you're going to add your rub. And um, yeah, your hands are full of pork goo and mustard and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, crud, I got to get all the ingredients out and you got to wash your hands again. It's just a mess. So yeah. yeah. Or if you're baking. Yep. Put your, you put your uh, your butter and your eggs and your sugar together, and then it's like, oh, gosh, yeah, now I need the baking soda, mm-hmm. and I need the flour. and So, yeah, it really helps to just, to just kind of get everything out that you need. Right. And then another little tip is if you're doing a bunch of chopping and cutting of vegetables and fruit, have a big bowl sitting out on the counter that you can throw all of your compostable scraps into. Tom and I... We live in the city of Minneapolis, and they actually, they collect 
compostable <laughs> stuff. I'm laughing because it's always a struggle between putting it in my compost pile or putting it in the compost container. So right. It's right. a struggle. The struggle is real. Well, we have we have a compost pile right. because we grow our own veggies, but a lot of people around us don't. Right. But the city of Minneapolis actually collects all of those in a right. separate. It's in a separate container, and they come and pick it up, you know, once every other week, and they take it to a yard and they make compost out of it. Yeah. So, so we actually got ourselves this cool little compost container that sits out on our counter at all times, and in the lid of it, it has a charcoal filter, so it helps it it diffuses all the scent of any any veggies you put in there because I don't know if you've ever had a a bowl of <laughs> rotting veggie and fruit scraps sitting around for very long it it stinks pretty it quickly and it, it gets you pretty quick <laughs> so this saves you from having to make a trip out to the compost pile every every day or you can do it every two three well sometimes five days for us if we're not doing a lot of a lot of chopping. Right. Uh, the next one is pull your garbage container out if it's in a cabinet or a closet. That'll set you up for as you're working with things, just put it in the in the garbage and go, you know, and, and just keep taking it out because you're going to fill it up if you're doing a big job, especially if you're like making salsa and you've got all this stuff going on and it, it can get pretty yeah. messy pretty fast. Oh, gosh. And our garbage is in this closet with slide out garbage and recycle and that door to that garbage <laughs> closet is disgusting yeah, like the boys really i think probably like eat buffalo wings with their fingers and then they <laughs> don't wipe them off good enough and they go open the door and it's like there's crap all over the handle and it's icky but it's a bit of a schmear the so just schmear here the little schmear there yeah it's a schmear <laughs> So just a few little tips yeah. to, you know, just a, you know, a few minutes of prep before you get started will really help things go so much smoother. So now you're ready to, to get rolling. So take a look at what it is that you need to prepare. Look at all of your recipes and you're going to start with the thing that takes the longest. Maybe you're throwing meat into the crock pot to cook that you're going to want to get that going early in the day. Right. If you're, you know, putting a roast into the oven, mm -hmm. if you have long grain rice that needs to cook and takes a long time to cook steel cut oats yep. that take 45 minutes to cook get those going so that that can be simmering while you are doing other things then move on and and go to your vegetable and fruit chopping and then you can you know do some of your other prepping items like taking those snack foods and say you have a a bag of Pretzels. You, I mean, take the entire bag and portion them out into gr grab and go single size serving little baggies and put them all in one container so that if your kids are packing a lunch or you're packing your lunch for work, it's right there. Same with some chopped up vegetables and some fruit. Have those in containers. Like you, you know, it could be little Pyrex containers or Tupperware or little plastic baggies. Just, just, Everything you can do to set yourself up to make things so much easier during the week. Just those little things make all the difference. Nuts. Nuts are another good one because nuts are a thing that it's really, really easy to to weigh overeat. Yep. And so paying attention to a serving size. When you see what a serving size of nuts actually is, it's kind of like... Oh my gosh. Womp, womp. Yeah. So I actually find I, I use them 
as an you know an add-on to salads and things where I can use just a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I typically am not going to be like, oh, I'm going to have twelve almonds and that's going (laughs) to satisfy my need for a snack. I'm just warming up. (laughs) I have to have other things with it. The uh, yeah, I would agree. And if you do break that stuff down, I mean, we haven't been doing that, but that's something I think we should start doing because otherwise you'll grab the whole bag. Ooh, right. those Gardettos look delicious. Well, They'll pretty soon you've eaten half like, the bag. Yeah. Right. So this will, Yummy. you know, if you're still eating some chips and some crackers, just just these little, these are the little things that you start with. You know, if you're eating chips, put them into single size servings. And that's a good way to start. And then your leveling up is going to be maybe changing it over to something besides chips right. to snack on and yep. I'm I'm still working on that cuz I really like chips yeah, but you know me too I'm finding that I can have a balance yeah, where I have a little bit of chips sometimes but <laughs> all those things but um, yeah no I think that's a good idea and and especially the other thing too is you might have someone in your family who opens a bag and then doesn't put the chip clip on oh. and suddenly it's all stale that is a huge pet peeve oh. of mine Daniel Thomas. Daniel. <laughs> We're looking at you, Danny. Calling you out. <laughs> How much do you bench? <laughs> okay, so yes. we wanted to also give you guys some ideas. I'm sure these are you know all ones you've heard before, but some ideas for some protein-rich snacks. You know, we all know nuts are a good source of protein, but another thing you can do is hard-boiled eggs. Just oh, yeah. have some ready to grab and go. Have them pre-peeled. Mm-hmm. That's that's another thing. Like maybe peel a dozen and put up two per baggie and put them in the fridge, and you can have those to grab and go. I do hard-boiled eggs a lot for breakfast. Sometimes. Sometimes I don't feel like eating a whole lot, so I'll just have a banana and a couple hard-boiled eggs, and that's my breakfast at work. And I always have to give a little disclaimer to my coworkers. No, it's not me. It's my hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> if you go to the gas station, you'll see the peeled hard-boiled eggs there, but they're, but they're like three bucks. You can yeah. do it for pennies on the dollar. And uh, Daniel and Christy or uh, Greg, Donnell, the folks with chickens. Yeah. Let me know how come some eggs peel easy and others don't. I don't it's a mystery. I don't get it, and it's so it annoying. Or maybe the Instapot pot folks. Maybe maybe it goes better there. I don't know. I still have to do eggs in my Instapot. I haven't yeah. tried it yet, but I hear that's the that's a really amazing way to do it. Right. So how about, uh, how about yogurts and stuff like that? I mean, yeah, yeah, a little yogurt parfait. Greek yogurt yeah. is is the best choice obviously they say the plain greek yogurt i haven't been able to do that yet <laughs> yeah, I, I still either. like the kind that has some fruit and a little whatever sweetens it up but yeah, we're, once, you know goals one, and we're working towards yeah, it one thing that we did for breakfast sometimes we'd take um like a half cup of cottage cheese half cup of um vanilla yogurt mm-hmm. and mix that together and maybe throw a little granola in there or fruit in Fresh there fruit. it makes a nice little parfait and it's got some substance to it it's not just yeah. Like leaving you hanging at that was for two actually, hours later. I don't remember where that tip came from, but it was for, you know, because cottage cheese is a great source of protein, but so many people hate the texture of it. So somebody had suggested mix them together, the yogurt and the cottage cheese, but throwing granola and fruit in there takes away from just that 
texture of the weirdness of the cottage cheese. <laughs> like I, I don't like ricotta cheese for that reason. The texture is just so weird to me. But I love. I've always loved cottage cheese since I was a little girl. But my sister hates it. And I've tried to get her to do this, like mix it together. Mm-hmm. But the granola kind of hides the weird consistency and then some fresh fruit. But it's a way that to get that cottage cheese in your diet because right. it is so, so good for you. Right. And you can put that in a mason jar, too, and take it along a grab and go kind of thing and take it with you as well. So that's, yeah. a, that's a good one to get on the go. We prep those up a lot yep. for breakfast. The We call it a fruit and, well, a lot of people say the pr- fruit and yogurt parfaits. Ours are... Yogurt and cottage cheese parfaits. It's a very technical title. (laughs) (laughs) But it's delicious. Uh, Beef jerky. That's also another good one. String cheese. Beef jerky. We need to make some of that. Yeah. Uh, Let's do it. Got that hydrator. I've had it for years. Let's make some. I know. Yeah. Let's do it. That'll be a nice project for small scale life. Right. All right. Do we get through all of it? I think that was, yeah. That that was was a lot. Yeah, that was it. I know that that is a lot, and and we're planning future posts, yeah. and we'll talk more about it in podcasts where we'll you know take one thing at a time and and really like the mason jar salads will be the next post coming to give you prepping recipe combination. Right, right, exactly. There's a lot here. I mean, it's like drinking from a fire hose. This whole week has been drinking from a fire hose. So you, so I encourage you to slow down, listen to this stuff again, take notes. You know, go slow. Low and slow. That's our motto through this whole thing. Um, There's just so much and so many different things you can do. And again, folks who are homesteaders or got big families, feel free to share your your experience and insight. Put in the the comments on on this post on smallscalelife.com or in in the Facebook group. We'd love to hear from you and hear what you guys, what, what you all are doing. I would love to know. Yeah. Absolutely. And and those of you that are out there doing some of this this week, chime in. We want to hear how it's going. Yep, we got to we got to call out Karen. Yeah. Our uncrustable queen. She is doing it. She's making food. She was meal prepping like a boss today. That was freaking great. I love it. can't believe it. So she made, she used two of the recipes off of our mm-hmm. site. And, and we've said we don't have a lot of recipes posted up yet. We've got a lot that will be coming in the future. But she did the pumpkin pie steel cut oats. Yep. And she's, when I last communicated with her, they were in her freezer nice. doing their thing. Nice. And then she did the uh, chicken and wild rice soup. And she made breakfast with sausage and scrambled eggs. Yeah. Holy smokes. I know. And she said, it was my turkey sausage. So, <laughs> but she has lost almost four pounds this week. I think And that's she great. has been doing just the, she's been doing the basics along with the rest of us. So awesome. it works, you guys. It works. I mean, some, some weeks you're going to have some loss. Some weeks you won't. You might gain a little. Mm. It's, it's just, you just have to know this whole thing. It's, it's, you're in it for the long haul. That's right. Absolutely. You can't, you don't, you're not looking to drop tons of weight really fast. What you're doing is looking, looking to make lifestyle changes that are going to be sustainable. And this is just going to be the way you live right. for the rest of your life. Right. And, this is and what you just, we're doing now. Yeah. yeah. And just every day, just try to be a little better, just a little bit better every day. Think about progress, not perfection. Mm-hmm. That's well put. Very well put. I like that. Thanks. You did good. So in the next podcast, we're going to be talking a little bit more about leveling up and next steps. You're not going to want to miss that one. 
because uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what happens when the weight goes up instead of down. And we're going to get into that a little bit. So. Yeah. Because so it's reality. It happens to all of us. And, and it even happens when we're in our our weight loss stage of the game where you actually have progress that's being made, but the scale doesn't show it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're going to talk about it. All so right. This is reality. So you're not going to want to miss that one. Again, we appreciate you listening here at smallscalelife.com. Give us a if you have questions, if you have comments, if you have feedback, let us know through the contact us page at smallscalelife.com or reach out to us at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com. Send us a note. Share this with friends. I mean, yeah, get everybody involved. Why not? If we can, if Julie can make salads at work and soup at work, what can you do at your work? I mean, that might be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, build a community around you. Have some fun. That's right. All right, everybody. This is Tom. And Julie. From smallscalelife.com. Remember to learn, do, grow, and be a little better every day. Take care, everybody. Bye. This is your friend Arnold Schwarzenegger talking to you about meal planning and food prep. I like to prep lots of chicken, so I have a lot of chicken and rice and rice and chicken. So you can do this with me. And then I have some nuts here and there and some almond milk. And it's very healthy. It's very good for you. It makes my muscles big and strong. And that is what I would tell you is make sure you do the planning and do the preparation. And then get to the gym and pump out your muscles. All right. This is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Keep doing it. Keep going with the Renew You Challenge. And I am here always to answer your questions because I'm here to pump you up.